Hey everyone, it's Pastor John here, and for this week's uh, weekly podcast, I want to meditate on a psalm with you, and it is Psalm 126. Let me go ahead and read it for you first. A Song of Ascents. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter, and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Negev. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. Now this is... uh, traditionally understood as a psalm of lament and uh, it says at the title the heading a song of ascent um, it's as people are ascending the hill to go worship god uh, they they can sing this psalm and it says here in verse one when the lord restored the fortunes of zion we were like those who dream so the psalmist begins by reflecting on the days when God uh, dwelled with his people in the land that he gave them, and God was their provider and their protector. He had restored their fortunes. And, and people were like those who dream, those who have their dream come true. Uh, and in a sense, because this is a thing that happened in the past, uh, it feels something, something like a dream that they've woken out of. It's distant to them. But as they reflect, they, they see how those were the days when they said it says among the nations the lord has done great things for them and in remembering this as it says in verse 3 the lord has done great things for us we are glad right so in that remembrance of what god has done they are presently glad so remembering god's deeds and his blessings it, it does bring gladness to our hearts. But listen to the, the next portion of the psalm, the second half of the psalm, where he opens with this prayer. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Negev. Here, uh, the psalmist is referring more to his current state. The psalmist is speaking from a place of loss and suffering and poverty. He's praying for restoration and praying for streams in a desert land, in a dry land. And and this is in so many ways how we feel right now, I think. Uh, Everywhere we turn to, there is a deficit. There is a deficit to our health, a deficit to our government and our government officials. Um, And there's a deficit to righteousness and justice There's a deficit in the way we relate to one another, our relationships and friendships, our spiritual life, our church, our ministry. And so this cry for restoration and for the streams in the Negev is very much our cry uh, today. And it has been our cry, I think, for much of 2020 so far. But there's something tremendously hope-giving in the next couple of verses Uh, Verse 5 says, Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. So a couple of things here. 
that I think we can really hold on to. One, here, tears count as work. It says those who sow in tears. Your tears, therefore, count as godly labor. Your patient endurance in trial with tears. Your, your endurance in affliction with tears. Your pursuit of God when God seems distant uh, in tears are all acts of sowing during a time of deficit, during a time of great trial and affliction. And that's, I think, very encouraging to us when we think about it, that God sees this as godly work when we trust in Him, uh, when we obey Him despite our circumstances, and when we remain faithful to Him when it's very difficult to, when we are not filled with laughter but with tears, our following after Him, our discipleship, that becomes godly labor. God sees it as such. And if we do this, it says, we will reap. The farming analogy here, I think, is very intentional. Right? One thing it implies is that this will take time. Uh, it will take patience and it will take perseverance. Right? Change is not going to happen overnight. Uh, not on this side of heaven. Uh, but the promise is that we will come home with joy. We will reap if we sow with weeping and with tears. If we embrace the hardships and acknowledge our need for God, our dependence upon God, and our trust in His words, we will reap all the promises, all the blessings that He has in store for us. And what will be the, the thing that is contrary to this, that is antithetical to this, if we simply look for easy escapes? If we simply look for a forgetfulness of what's here and now, and perhaps refusing to sow our tears, uh, refusing to even share our tears uh, with others. But if this psalm is true, then we have such an opportunity even now to testify to the world why and how we remain hopeful in, in the time when everything seems to be falling apart, when there is so much suffering, brokenness, and death. It's when we, by our faith in God, remain hopeful and therefore patient in our work, faithful in our work, persevering in our work, that's when we send a message to the world, like, like the psalmist who says among the nations, we send a message to the world that we find our hope in God. And it, in a way, invites others to ascend the hill with us, to, to enter the temple of God with us, to worship Him with us. And the only way we can truly display this hope in our lives is if we ourselves are resting in it. If through our meditation and remembrance of who God is, our worship of who God is, our regularly ascending the hill, uh, when we draw near this way to what God has done for us in the past, uh, when we continue to put our trust in His words, and when we turn to His face, He will turn to us and he will reassure us and he would encourage us with himself, with his words, with his presence. So let's turn to him even now, even today, and be with him to the point of having this hope uh, beginning to well up from, from our hearts. Take a moment to pray and press into 
a greater awareness of His presence in your life, in your workplace, in your office, in your living room, in your bedroom, in your classroom, at your desk, uh, on the Zoom call. He is present in your difficulty, in your affliction, in your trial. And when you remain faithful and trusting, even in tears, He will lead you to the streams. You will find streams in your dry valley. And let's pray and anticipate the way that that stream will be a source of water, source of hope, source of rest for those around us. And in this way, we become the presence of God's hope, the voices of God's hope in the here and now. So let's go into the world. Let's enter into the darkness. Let's enter into the dry valleys, the deserts. And let's be instruments of God in drawing those who are hurting, those who are suffering, and invite them to come to the streams where they can also find hope in God.